Hello and welcome to One Star Bazaar. Once more, we are reviewing the movies that critics hate. This week, we will be doing the film Chain Reaction. It is a 1990s action science flick directed by Andrew Davis, written by Josh Friedman, Rick Seaman, Michael Bortman, and J.F. Lawton. It was released in theaters on August 2nd, 1996. And stars Keanu Reeves, Morgan Freeman, and Rachel Weiss. Is it Weiss or Vise? I was going to say, is it Weiss or Weiss? But I know it's not Weiss. I think it's Weiss. We could research it, but whatever. It's, you know... Mispronouncing names is chick. like a thing. From the mummy. She's lovely. Married to James Bond. Daniel Craig? Yeah. Oh, yeah. interesting. This movie has a 16% on Rotten Tomatoes. And I tried to find it on Metacritic, and I couldn't. Like, it's like it doesn't exist. So, if you can find it, props to you. I couldn't find it. It's not that obscure, either. Like, I remember when this movie came out. Yeah, no, I I could not find it. (laughs) So, the summary for this movie, I think it's a studio-provided summary, but I'm not positive. Two researchers in a green alternative energy project are put on the run when they are framed for murder and treason. That's it? That's it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Sounds more like a tagline. Um, So Roger Ebert of the Chicago Sun-Times said, It's not a bad film in individual moments and in the energy of its performances, but it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Jeff Miller of the Houston Chronicle said, The narrative is very complex, but what's on the screen is little more than generic, non-narrative-specific guy-being-chased stuff. And Eric Brace of the Washington Post said, Plotting and predictable, and a big disappointment. So, as usual, we'll go ahead and watch the movie, and then may or may not have little snippets or thoughts of what we thought while watching it. And then we'll delve into our in-depth review. Okay, so this movie came out over 20 years ago. Yes. And the opening scene is a professor up on a stage talking about climate change and how we have to move away from coal and be a more green. I mean, I don't know if specifically it's climate change is the reasoning, but it is essentially talking about how we can't live on... Fossil fuels. Fossil fuels forever. Yeah. And nothing has changed in 20 years. Pretty much. (laughs) Okay, so we're 15 minutes into this movie. Yes. And essentially, what is essentially a small nuke (laughs) has just exploded in Chicago. Yes. So that is the kind of movie that this is going to (laughs) be. Like, I mean, I, how do you go up from I'm a nuke? Just, I'm confused. <laughs> I am also confused. Well, okay, so they've built this thing. Cold fusion is Cold essentially fusion. what they're working on. And now somehow bad guys have been alerted of this. Yes. And they come and blow it up. Yes. Okay, here's my hot take reaction about... Almost a third of the way through the movie, right? Yes. So, essentially, the main character is being framed by the bad guys, and we don't know why yet. They're being framed for murder and treason and stealing of the 
Cold Fusion Project Secrets, whatever. So they're on the run. So this movie is basically a crappy version of The Fugitive. Like, it's like, it kind of bothers me because it seems like just blatant ripoff. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Have you seen The Fugitive? Yeah. Okay. okay. I've seen The Fugitive. Okay. <laughs> I have not. See, I did not live under movie. a rock. <laughs> All right, so we've watched Chain Reaction, and we'll just go ahead and get into our categories here. How was the acting? I mean, the acting wasn't the problem. It is Keanu Reeves. It's a Keanu Reeves film, so not amazing yeah right i don't think anyone thinks keanu reeves is one of the greatest actors true but he is a passable actor and he's i mean he just always kind of has that same persona yeah right he definitely had that here i think yes and i think we're gonna kind of touch on the the biggest problems with this movie is does the story make sense no i mean it's not that here's the thing it's not that the story doesn't make sense it's that it's just so we i I feel like the only reason we knew what was going on is because it's so formulaic right it really doesn't explain much of anything no and yeah you only know what's going on because you've seen this type of story before right but like you know who the bad guy is going to be you kind of know what the motivation is, but not really. You really, we really, really don't. don't. No, yeah, I know, but like you can kind of just assume. Yeah, that's. The, I guess that's. It's so formulaic that if you've seen enough movies, your mind will just naturally fill in the blanks. Yeah. To try to make sense of it, but if you don't have that, there's yeah, there's a lot of blanks. Like it's <laughs> so no, the story sucks. It's not even a matter of is does it make sense or not. It's just that it sucks. Yes. Right. And in terms of whether or not it's engaging, I feel like parts of it might be, but like it's really long. Like or it's not even that long. It <laughs> it's feels, like an hour and forty five minutes. It feels long. It feels like nothing happens. <laughs> yeah, except lots of running. Yeah, Keanu Reeves is running. He, there's for half of this like, movie. There's 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 more running in this movie than there is in Forrest Gump, <laughs> which is a lot of running. <laughs> it really is the fugitive. It it is a fugitive knockoff. I think we can agree that this movie did a lot of things poorly. Yes. So is there anything this movie did well? I mean, not really. Because <laughs> even the action was kind of boring. It's like, true. the action was just chase sequences. Okay, but have you ever seen a chase scene involving a swamp boat on a frozen body of water and a helicopter? No, (laughs) but that doesn't mean that I need that in my movie watching life. There were some um, fun cameos or not cameos like they were roles for these people. Yeah, like this movie is over 20 years old. So it was interesting to see a couple actors like a teenage Michael Shannon. Yeah, like a couple (laughs) actors that 
went on to become more famous. Yeah. And then there's the janitor from Scrubs. I'm sorry, I don't know his name. <laughs> yes. This is apparently Rachel Weiss's Their first Hollywood, first Hollywood movie. film. I feel like I'm much more forgiving of movies than I should be for some things. But I'm I'm kind of wishing we didn't watch this. Really? You, it's that bad? I feel like it's that, It was a huge waste of time. I feel like it might have been. What do you think? I'm not. I mean, yeah, I can understand that. I don't <laughs> know if I'm automatically there because it it really takes a lot for me to wish I had never watched a movie. I mean, like, I don't wish I had my life back, but like I like I wish we'd watch something else. Maybe. Right. You're like you wish you had known if you had seen bits and pieces of this before and been like, nah, it's or had somebody tell yeah. you, no, trust me, it's yeah, not worth it. Yeah, so I feel like if we were going to recommend whether or not people should watch oh, this definitely movie, don't, watch, this don't movie. watch it. No, there's no point. <laughs> no, this this is one of those movies where it's just filler. It's like, oh, I remember that movie coming out. I never saw it. It's irrelevant. No one cares. No one needs to see it. There's definitely ways to do this kind of movie well. Right. And I like I can't fit. Maybe it's because this movie had like four writers and like none of them could agree <laughs> on like how to make like it exciting. And I don't know. Like there's no way all four of them were writing it at the same time. So like did some of them get fired and then other ones came on or, or like one of them wrote the main story and the other ones yeah. worked on fixing doctoring stuff. Yeah, or when like maybe, tweaked the dialogue. Maybe two of them wrote it together. And, and the dialogue yeah. is like. For, I mean, for being a movie about science, they use like zero science well, work. I know that that's one thing that struck me right away is there was no explanation about how their device works. All we know is it makes water really hot. So so, yeah, there's this giant tank of bubbling water and there's lasers crisscrossy bouncing through it. And then somehow that's supposed to make magical energy that okay, produces so, more hydrogen than is in the water. Okay, so I think what it is supposed to be. <laughs> this is based on my knowledge of how science works. And Which you're totally right. This it. movie did absolutely nothing to explain anything scientific. Yeah. I think it was just like, yeah, it's fusion. Just go with it, man. It's just clean energy. Basically. I mean, setting aside the fusion part, which totally is not viable yet, but it's certainly something that's been I, I've heard since we were kids. Yeah. Right. It's been the the thing. That's the future. That's the gold the fusion. ultimate unicorn gold. What what other movie was that the, um, the thing in when they were trying to make cold fusion and it resulted in some sort of terrorist thing or chase thing i don't know i'll have to google it okay anyway but yes this point this movie just very little explanation and then you had a thing you wanted to rip on when it comes to the exposition yeah so it with exposition we talked about in one of our pre previous episodes poor exposition yes and how you don't want to just beat your audience over the head it was in bright you got to be you got to be subtle Enough. I mean, you can you can come out and say it specifically, you know, here's some information we need the audience to know. So have one character tell the other. That's fine. However, you want to introduce it. The problem I had in this movie is that. The FBI just magically knows the right thing. The FBI 
is just like, hey, I'm going to take a stab in the dark and then it's going to be this. Yup, it was that. What? <laughs> Why? It didn't. That irritates me greatly. Okay, so the movie that is also about Cold Fusion is... Did you just Google movies about Cold Fusion, by the and way? To be, yes, I did, but <laughs> okay. there aren't that many. So. Okay, I'm sure there's not. So it was The Saint. Oh, yeah, okay. Which came out a year after this movie. Which I believe they're remaking, aren't they? Supposedly, yes. Yes. So you have Val Kilmer... Elizabeth Shue. Right. And that one, I'm pretty sure the Russians are the bad guys. Right. And they're trying to steal the yes. confusion technology. And that one has a 30% on Rotten Tomatoes. So is deep in our one star category. Yeah. Um, but what's interesting is, okay, so you know how, I mean, technically they do it a little bit less nowadays, but how back in the 90s, there was always like um, a back-to-back studio release of the same type of movie. So Deep Impact and Armageddon. Yes. And um, Dante's Peak. Dante's Peak and, and Volcano. Volcano. Yes. And uh, other ones that are escaping I mean, me at the yeah, moment. There's a few. So I'm wondering if this was one of those situations where it was like, oh, let's all make movies about cold fusion. And to be clear, I'm pretty sure... That it's not that they were collaborating and saying, hey, let's release. Oh, no, it was ripping one studio going, hey, they're making a movie about this. Let's try to beat them to, yeah. you know, to market. Or Bugs Life and uh, Ants. Yeah, that's another, that's another good one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah. So I wonder if that's what happened. It could here. be. Although I guess The Saint is technically based on, on a, a TV show. Slash TV it? show. Um, but, but yeah, it seems like Cold Fusion is not a popular movie topic of the 90s as far as i can tell from google well it's not real what so i mean movies aren't real i'm just saying like way more movies are going to be based on actual ideas and real thing you know people get murdered all the time that's why mysteries about murder are very prevalent on tv and in books and in movies and everything yeah so people stealing cold fusion plans to fund terrorist groups doesn't happen all the time it's or whatever. It's not even a terrorist it's, I know. Group. I'm it's not like, talking about this yeah, movie. This but. movie is oof. So I think a lot of these critic sections were completely on point. It's very predictable. And the, the story really doesn't make any sense at all. And the one guy from the Houston Chronicle was like, the narrative is very complex. It's not complex. It's like non-existent like there's no explanation of anything whatsoever no there's not there's like hardly a narrative i mean besides the there's the thing and they're being framed for the thing and now run away yeah that's not a story (laughs) right (laughs) so i all i kept thinking in the middle of this movie was how much more exciting this movie would be if Keanu Reeves was just going through killing people. <laughs> and I guess that's just because like you, you John Wick John is Wick. awesome. <laughs> but like seriously, all he does is run and it's boring. So much and John fun. Wick, all he does is chase <laughs> and, and it's, it's exciting and boring. kill people along the way that he's chasing. That's and true. it's super awesome. There should have been more. And killing. in the case of John Wick, that has a very simple story. It's not it hard does. to comprehend what he wants, what he's going for. But he wants revenge. 
and you know it's weird how so yeah this is complex but terrible yeah because it's complex needlessly it's complex for the sake of complexity and you're like what whereas a movie like john wick or even the fugitive is simple but good which basically it's very elegant yeah so i mean the fugitive he's like oh i didn't kill my wife I'm going to run away and figure out how I can prove that I didn't kill my wife. You're, it's very clear what he, what his goal is. Yes. In John Wick, it's very clear what his goal is. <laughs> In this movie, you're like, you don't even know what the bad guy, I don't even know what the bad guy's goals were at the end of the movie. <laughs> Interestingly enough, this movie is also very nineties, just based on the look. I just remember. I, yes. I'm like, okay, I don't know if it's the fashion I don't know if it's the film quality. I don't know if it's just the lighting that was really prevalent in Hollywood films. But I'm like, this movie, I don't know if it's the just that it's Morgan Freeman. But this movie, <laughs> the look of it reminded me of like Kiss the Girls or yeah. uh, Along Came a Spider where Morgan yeah. Freeman plays a detective. And like early X-Files. Yeah, like it was just yeah. very kind of... <sighs> 90 i don't know how to describe it it just looks 90s so many references and jokes about fax machines that was there was yeah (laughs) there were like fax machines five fax machine jokes but yes i think our main overall impression of this movie is do not watch it no skip it it's not that it's like it's it is it's not one of the worst movies we've ever seen no but it just doesn't have enough redeeming qualities to make it wa- worth watching. Like, I honestly can't think of anything that stood out that it did well. Yeah. And, you know, is the problem, do you think that it is just kind of a generic kind of action thriller drama? Is that the is it the genre is the problem there? I don't think it is because there are so many of those types of movies that are critically acclaimed. No, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. Okay. What I'm saying is, so for example, last week we watched All About Steve. Yes. Which is a comedy. Yes. And even though it's bad, there are some redeeming values in the sense that there are comedic moments. Yeah. And so there is something I, you do kind of remember like, oh, I remember laughing at a few things. So like that was, you know, there was some enjoyment to be gleaned I see. with this because there's no, it's not comedy. There's really no, there's no like traditional action movie action. There's no gunfights. There's no car chases. There's no, I mean, there are explosions, but explosions are like more plot device explosions versus. Yeah. Um, They're not action explosions. Action explosions. Yeah, they yeah. drive the plot. Yeah, like, oh, we got to cover our tracks so and let's even, blow up the house. And kind even of the explosions. chase stuff, it's just Keanu Reeves running. Exactly. Yeah, no, you're, yeah, you're so right. So is it just, it's almost like this type of movie, when it's done bad, is worse. Yeah. Because there's not really anything that you can take away where you're like, oh, well, at least I enjoyed that part, or at least I enjoyed these sequels. Like, I've seen some bad action movies, but usually you're like, oh, I mean, okay, perfect example, Batman versus Superman. Mm. That is a bad movie, right? Yes. 
Yeah. And I remember in theaters watching Batman versus Superman alone because you didn't want to go see it because it was not good. <laughs> and when Wonder Woman shows up and there's action scenes where she joins the fight. I remember liking it. And I remember specifically thinking that's cool. There's, you know, one spot where I was like, oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. And then I remember thinking, damn, like at least Zack Snyder knows how to direct an action scene. It's true. Like, I don't think he's a good director, but at least he knows how to make exciting scenes excite. <laughs> right? Yes. And so even there, I'm like, it's like if you were, if we were doing Batman versus Superman and you said, well, what did it do? Well, I would say a lot of the action scenes at the end were really awesome. Yeah. This you know, movie's kind of, this movie is what did it do? Well, not like it nothing. didn't explain the story. No, it's very dated. Yes. Could this movie have been saved if there was more action? Or would you still be like, no, nah, it's still awful. The biggest the biggest problem with this movie is the story. And I feel like if you added more action, you'd still have a crappy you'd story. Still have a crappy story. Yeah. True. What does it say when there's a helicopter chase scene and you're still just bored? That's true. <laughs> just don't watch this movie. <laughs> <laughs> That's all we can say. And it's not good. And then I did have a funny note to myself that I forgot to record while we were watching the movie. But I think the reason Roger Ebert gave this movie a slightly positive review is because it takes place in Chicago. And there is a part where they are blatantly reading the Chicago Sun Times, which is the newspaper that Roger Ebert was the critic for. It's true. So it's a conspiracy. And you know what? He's dead, so there's no way for him to we refute can't that. Prove it. So who knows? You heard it here first. <laughs> Swayed by product. <laughs> Just don't watch the movie. <laughs> Just don't watch it. This movie is destined to just be filler movie on streaming services, right? Yeah. I feel like a lot of people complain about Netflix originals and how like a lot of their stuff is crap because it's just filler meant to just expand on their con their catalog. It's good. Well, a lot of it's know. crap. Some of it's good. Some of it's crap. Okay, fine. Some of it's crap. I haven't some watched of enough of it to say it's crap. I've just seen comments on, you know, nerds on the internet saying a lot of it's crap. Okay. I'll just say some of it is crap. The point is, it's filler. They just need content. They just like, we don't care as long as you're watching, as long as you're subscribing. So this movie is kind of like the, you know, some of it's crap, but it's just meant to be filler just to have a big catalog. You know, there's okay. So in terms of book publishing, there's this theory or not theory. It's a practice about um so basically every publishing house has these big you know equivalent blockbuster books that are coming out sure and in between those big books they'll just publish whatever the hell to like fill up the space sure and maybe you know they'll sell a couple copies or whatever but really the majority of their 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 big bucks is going to come from those blockbuster books sure and yeah this is like that I'm studios have the same philosophy. Yeah, like, think of, about the library. 
Yeah. Okay, so the library, what percentage of the books of the library are like good books? No, I don't know, 10%? Yeah, 10, 20, <laughs> whatever. Maybe even 30% would be books where you're like, oh yeah, like I gotta, you know, somebody's gonna recommend it or you're gonna pick it up and go, oh, I love this. I gotta read everything by this author, whatever. A lot of it is just, you know, there's only so many. You can only watch all the great ones until you're, you've done it all or read all the great books, watch all the great movies until you're done. What else you got? Well, there's this crap, but yep. it's crap. Yeah. It's not good. It's filler crap. Thank you for listening to One Star Bazaar. As always, you can let us know what you think or make suggestions for what we should watch next by reaching out on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at One Star Bazaar. You can visit our Patreon page to contribute to the podcast if you like what we're doing. Please rate and subscribe if you're willing. It helps us out and lets us know you're listening. Next week, we have an exciting episode planned for you. Is it exciting? I don't know. Next week, we'll be looking at a drama. 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 A drama. Next week. Next week, we will be watching a typical dramatic film. We've done a lot of different genre films so far, and I think this is probably our first legit real world drama. I believe it is also Kevin Spacey's final, most likely, film. <laughs> and uh, pretty much a financial failure. So we'll see just how bad it can be. Sounds great. <laughs> Join us next week.